morning, my friends. This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be October 27th. So today we're going to be talking about how you hear. This is something that I've been saying I was going to talk about. And I was like, you know what? I need to do this because I said I would. And this is just a really good topic. This is really important. And so I wanted to bring it up again today. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. And then let's talk about how we hear. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for just your spirit being in us. Thank you, Lord, that we don't need anybody to teach us. We have the Holy Spirit. Lord, let us learn to grow in the confidence that you're in us and that you will help us and you will lead us and you will give us revelation that we can learn to live by your voice and be diligent, Lord. So I just pray that every single brother and sister listening to this podcast would grow in their discernment of hearing your voice, that they would be confident that you're speaking to them and that they would just continue to live out the good plans you have for them. Lord, 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 please help us to see how we hear and how sometimes the way we hear interfect, inter, what's, what's the word, Lord, um, interferes with how we hear you. I pray God you'll guide direct this conversation, help us to hear rightly and uh, just give us discernment in our lives of where our hearing needs to sort of be changed in a way. And, you know, I pray that we'll just continue to grow in, in the skills of hearing and listening and discerning your voice in our lives so we can, you know, um, we can, what's the word, Lord? Advance your kingdom on this earth, God, through our very lives and the plans that you have for us. So we love you, Lord. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. All right, guys. So let's talk about how you hear. Now, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it came back up on a podcast I released a couple weeks ago. I can't remember the name of it, you guys, but it wasn't that long ago. I was, I, was, I brought this up, and so I figured, you know, let's talk about it again. So if you go over here to Matthew, and I think it's Matthew 13, so bear with me, you guys. I'm working my way over there right now. Um, the parable of the sower. And I've talked about this with you guys before, too, but again, there's certain things that just have to be reiterated. And so when you go to the parable of the sower, it's interesting how the Lord is, who is he talking to in this one? Great multitudes. Okay. So he's talking to, he's talking to his people. He's talking to people. And then it says, and the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? And then, uh, here, so let's go to verse 16. He goes, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Right. Think about the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. They had the word of God. They were teaching it to the people, but they could not see that Jesus Christ was the very one that they were reading about and who would come. Okay. So how we hear is really a reflection of what we think people mean by what they say. How we hear is our interpretations of what someone else is saying or our own experiences, right? We do this in our relationship with the Lord all the time. We can read God's word. He says one thing, but we think it means another, or we try to live out what we think it means. And then sometimes you can find yourself feeling burned and stressed and the Lord's like, who told you that? So how you hear, what you believe is meant by the one you're listening to. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were reading the word of God. Those are the ones they were listening to. But the interpretations 
that and the conclusions that they drew as a result of reading God's word led them further from what God had said. Isn't that crazy how that happens? How can you read the word of God and be led further from what he intended? Again, if you choose to live by your own interpretations and your own understanding and be arrogant and prideful or just, you know, maybe sometimes that's not intentional. Sometimes people are insecure in who they are and they don't have an identity. So they find their identity and their, their opinions or their performance. What is it? They can find their identity and their performance, other people's opinions or their circumstances instead of, you know, their character and their values within. But anyway, so how you hear is very important, how you interpret things. And again, he says a lot of people, righteous people desire to see it, but they didn't see it and they didn't hear it. Okay. And so he goes, therefore, hear the parable of the sower. Now, let me back up really quick. There was something else I think that I should have just mentioned on here. Okay. So me and my husband this morning, we're talking about our conscience, right? And now, you know, and every single human being has one, a sense of right and wrong. Now, one thing I've realized is we can actually screw up our conscience if you let your yes be no and your no be yes. What do I mean by that? Has anybody ever approached you and says, hey, so-and-so, can you do this for me? And you said yes, but you meant no. So then all of a sudden they approach you again and you're like, oh my gosh, if I don't say yes to them again, I'm going to feel guilty, right? Then you think that's your conscience going off right? Your guilt. When really it's just how you've programmed yourself and the, and the things and, and how you, you know, relate to other people it has nothing to do with like your conscience. That's not what God in, intended. He gave us a conscience, but it was supposed to be our parents and the, and the ones around us who, you know, sort of filled that in. Right. And then, and then the dynamics that we were raised in as far as how people related to us. Right. Um, like for me, growing up, I became very focused on what my parents needed and what other people needed. Because if I was to do what I needed to do to get peace in my life, you know, as a kid, when I told you guys that my mom and dad were constantly fighting and my dad would beat my mom all the time and that used to stress me out. And so I would try to go and talk to counselors and get some help. But that caused a burden on my mom. And she would say, look, if you keep doing that, they're going to take you away. So I learned that, well, I, my, bur- my, my needs are a burden to my mother and I love my mom and I don't want that to be any more of a burden to her. So I started paying attention to other people. So what I mean is sometimes when it comes to the conscience, your conscience can be built upon uh, how you have been in di- the dynamics of relationships, right? So if you've never learned to assert yourself and figure out who you are, what you need, what you want, what your talents are, all of those kinds of things. You can find yourself doing things for people that you don't wanna do. You know you don't wanna do it, but you don't have the courage to say no because you haven't established yourself. You you don't have any boundaries with people. And so you can find yourself feeling guilty for things you don't need to feel guilty for. But that is another conversation. I just wanna throw that in there because that can also interfere with how you hear, right? How we hear is vital to, you know, how it affects us, the interpretations that we have, right? Again, if you think saying no to somebody is is a bad thing, oh, I'm gonna feel guilty if I tell you no. So you say yes when you really mean no, 
that's gonna cause all kinds of confusion within yourself. And then you're, but then you might think, some people think it's the Holy Spirit, but that's a whole other conversation. Anyway, I just wanna throw that in there. So verse 16, it says, but blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. Semicolon, for assuredly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. Again, hearing. Hearing the word of God. Lord, I don't know what this means. So then you get frustrated. Instead of asking the Lord what it means and talking to him, why do why do people... I don't know if everybody does this, but I'm trying to figure out why there's so many Christians out there who are not confident that God is in them and that he can talk and that you can talk to them as if you were talking to somebody that you were sitting straight across from at a dinner table or having a conversation. Like he's just as real as someone you're speaking with as, you know, you get what I mean? So why are Christians not growing in their discernment of hearing God's voice in their life in that way? Um, you know, how you hear, Lord, I don't understand it. If you don't understand something, boom, you already know the enemy's going to be there. He's already going to come snatch you away. And this is why it's so important. I share this on a podcast to get understanding. I think Proverbs even talks about that. Lord, I don't understand. Help me to understand, Lord. So that's number one. If you hear the word of God or you hear something about God and you don't understand, you need to ask. Ask and you will receive. Ask for understanding. Ask for insight. Okay. And then he goes on. And he goes, uh, but he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word. Again, what comes to your ears. Immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Okay. So this person hears it receives it with joy right that's like you know you hear that the lord says don't worry about your life what you'll eat what you'll drink what you'll wear and you go ahead and you're like yeah i'm gonna take that in right i'm gonna believe that lord i'm gonna replace what you said with what i think and we're gonna make an exchange you bring that word into your heart you sew it in but then all of a sudden you know maybe there's a situation in your life where you feel like you're gonna worry maybe the paycheck is short maybe you lost your job Maybe the bills are high, right? Whatever that thing is that's got you going, oh, snap, okay? Tribulation, because of the word. God says one thing, now all of a sudden you got things in your circumstances that are telling you different. You gotta make a decision at that point. It says because he has no root, right? He stumbles. Now, one thing I want to talk about, about the root part, right, is what did Jesus, Jesus calls himself the living water. Now his word is a seed. You know, the Holy Spirit is in us. He's like the anchor, right? And so the Holy Spirit's in us, anchoring us. Now you're supposed to be going through this process of, you know, getting out from underneath blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment. Knowing that God is fully for you and that he loves you. Okay, 100%. Like you can say with conviction. Going through that process. Letting letting that living water come into you and water that seed. Right? Living water is, hey, there's no condemnation. It's when, okay, let's just say you said, all right, Lord, I'm going to believe you that 
I don't have to worry about my life, what I'll eat, drink, or wear. But then there's circumstances outside of you that are trying to communicate something different, like, oh crap, I should be worried about this. Right? It's like, you know what, Lord? There's no condemnation. You are going to help me in whatever situation that I'm in. Right? And just having that confidence that God is going to be with us all the time. If we don't have that within the soil of our hearts, like mixed in the soil and there, um, that seed isn't going to have anything to like, that water helps break it down so that thing inside can grow, like softens it up. Jesus Christ is supposed to soften us up, right? Make us vulnerable and so we can receive all those things that he has for us. But you got to get rooted. You got to have that living water in you so that seed can start to... The, the roots can come out and start to anchor. You've got to have that living water inside of you. That's the beginning of the process, right? Now it says, there's another one who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. So now you have somebody who heard it. They started growing, right? But the cares and the deceitfulness of riches choke it and you become immature, you know? And so that's the other thing, the things that can choke us up. And that happens, you know, I really believe, honestly, you guys, that we kind of go through all of this in a way, right? Because he's, God's a gardener. So there's parts of our hearts he softens up. There's parts of our hearts, you know, things that he prunes so we'll be more fruitful. There's, um, there's times where the Lord has said something to you, but you didn't understand it. So then the enemy snatched it away, like... You know, there there are times, I think, and seasons that we go through where all of this is kind of within us, okay? But um, ultimately, and I think this is important, and this is going to be the last one here. He who received seed on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some 100-fold, some 60, some 30, all right? So you hear, you understand it, and you bear fruit. How are you going to bear fruit? You're going to get understanding. All right. You're going to get some living water within, with inside of you, right? You're going to learn who Christ is in that way in relationship to there's no blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment for who you are as a person, the things that you've done, the things that brought you to your very knees to accept him as your savior, right? That's, that's like the beginning of Christianity, right? There's no condemnation. There's no blame. He knows what you did. Now he says, okay, you're a saint. You're a child. Now you're going to, you know, have experiences with me. I'm going to form and shape your perspective and your mindset. You're at, you know, what you expect and, and uh, the, th- the plans, you know, I'm your father, right? And so we, that's going to be a whole other process that we go through. But, uh, you know, we can get choked out again, right? There's things that can weigh us down. I w- there's another translation. Uh, receive the word, here's the word, cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, you know, so whatever the cares of this world are, you know, for me, sometimes I can find myself letting the desires I have get in the way. And I think it's because like I realized this morning that I lost, I had lost my expectation, but that is a whole nother conversation, you guys. So that's, there's, that's another podcast that's going to be coming out in October, which I think by the time you guys hear this one, um, uh, you guys should have, it should have been the week before. I'm all kind of messed up on my dates right now. But anyway, you guys are going to hear that, that uh, podcast coming out about 
what are you expecting? So be sure to listen to that one. So you guys, I just wanted to talk to you about how you hear and how it's so vital because how you hear something is to determine what's going to be produced in your life. And sometimes how you hear something, if you know, you can come to the wrong conclusions and be absolutely wrong. You can hear it, but not hear just like the Pharisees did. They heard the word of God. They sat underneath the scribes, Pharisees, whatever, heard the laws, knew what God said, but did not come to the conclusions that uh, God had intended. And so, you know, it's important, I think, for us to just be like, Lord, you know, help us to be humble, you know, to hear you and, and come into the right interpretations so we can bear fruit. That's God's plan for us. He wants us to be fruitful and multiply in our thoughts and in our activities and, you know, just in our mindset of growing with Him and, and who He is to us and our confidence and our assurance. And so, you know, I just want to share that with you guys today. Uh, be careful how you hear. If your hearing is keeping you from God, if it's keeping you from understanding, if it's hardening your heart, if you're struggling, you know, that is right there. It's just an indicator that, you know, you need to let God love you. You know, let Him love you in that place. You know, especially if you're kind of stuck in your emotions sometimes. You know, one thing I've learned is that you can bring it all to the Lord. You guys remember when Jesus was in, uh, what was it? Gets, gets, that's, gets, how do you say that? <laughs> oh, you guys. But uh, right before he was getting ready to go on the cross or be captured, he, he said, Lord, if it's possible, take this cup from me. You know, he used to cry out to, the, to God all the time about how he was feeling. And I think it's important for us to know that that's a safe place for us. So don't let anything keep you from the love of God. Don't let your emotions or your expectations or whatever, you know, just say, Lord, I'm here. I'm going all out. You know, I don't understand everything, but that's why I'm here. I, I need to understand. Lord, I, I want to grow in my expectation that you have to do good things in my life. I want to grow and mature and I want to be everything that you created me to be. You know, I want my yes to be yes and my no to be no. I want my conscience to be actually, you know, mature and, and steadfast, you know, to where I can make decisions and uh, mean what I say and say what I mean. I can be like you, Lord, right? So anyway, you guys, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have an awesome rest of the week. There might be some uh, more podcast episodes on this one. I'm not sure. I think I'm in the week after. You guys, I apologize. Let me look at this calendar really fast. But October, you're right. You guys are going to hear this the 27th. I don't have any Monday through Friday episodes scheduled right now. By the time you guys hear, when I'm recording, I think today is September 28th. So this is like a month later. I'm not sure if there's going to be any daily episodes. There might be. I mean, I kind of hope so. I would like to start doing these doing these again. You know, short and sweet. We'll see how it goes. Um, but anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. I hope you got some encouragement today. Have a great rest of the day. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you.